Good evening, everyone. This is Jim with Marketing Beef, according to Jim, and this is podcast number 15, and we're going to name this Talking to Customers Part 1. And I don't know how many parts there are going to be to this, but this is going to be Part 1. And first of all, I kind of want to get started here just mentioning that what I've been going through the last 14 podcasts and everything I'm taught and, and teaching and talking about is, is the way I do things. Okay, it's my thought process. It is how I see the world. It's how I see things. It's from, I'm basing it on 30 years of experience. This is how, to me, I've been, done about everything there is. I've communicated in about every way with customers. I've done about every marketing thing there is known to mankind. I've been hypnotized. I've, I've had it all. I've read. I've done seminars. I've done everything there is. And this is what I've learned for me, what works the best. So what... You guys will all see, you guys see the world differently than I do. Some might see it the same way. You have your own style. You have your own thought processes. You have your own goals. You have different ideas about your ranch and what I have. You have different outcomes, different outlooks, different reasons for doing things. So what I'm telling you over the last 14 and now going forward is how I do things. So I'm hoping what you guys do is get something out of it that does pertain to you. And I don't expect everything I say is going to pertain to you because of what I just said. It may or not fit into what you're trying to do. You may not see it that way. Um, and it, and it's, you may not be comfortable doing it. And that's fine. I mean, I really don't care. And I mean, that is exactly what, you know, every book is different. Every movie is different. Everything is different. So the things I'm going to go over with you right now, you might not find comfortable for you. You might not like it. You may love it. You may say, "Oh, I can't do that." You may, you may be. There may be a lot of things going through your mind. Is this guy crazy or what? So, the things I want to talk about from here on out, just have an open mind and just and just try to pertain. Does it or does it or does it not pertain to what you want to do? Now, on the flip side, is you can't be afraid to try new things. The biggest reason people, one of the biggest reasons people don't succeed is fear. And if you're scared to try new things, if you just think, just think you're not going to be comfortable enough to do the things I'm going to say, well, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Remember, the bottom line is you're doing this so you have an, a long-term ranch. You are doing this because you want to be in control of your destiny. Don't, most of you guys are sick of letting big corporations determine the money you make, determine if you make or break it, if you get your ranch long-term or not, if you're going to make money in your cows. You know, they're determining it. A lot of people are up in arms because you're not getting enough money for your beef. Well, think about it. If you owned a company that bought beef and you had to resell it, you're going to buy it for as cheap as you can, and you're going to sell it for as much as you can. And unfortunately, that's the way it is. So if you want to change that and you want to determine what you do, this is what I'm trying to teach. Remember, you have value. If you guys don't, if you can't comprehend or get it through your head, you guys have so much value. You've, you have value to everyone. You produce value. You sell value. Everything you do is, goes into the production of beef, high quality beef. Value is worth money. It's not worth money to a big corporation. They couldn't give a hoot 
If you got up at two o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the afternoon, did chores. All they care is at the end when you deliver those cows, they're all black, they're all the same size, they're all the same age, the ribeyes are all the same, the T-bones are all the same, everything is exactly the same. They don't care how you got there. Don't ask, don't care. They don't care what you have in it, if you have chemicals in it or if you don't have a thing in it. If it's grass-fed or, or if it's corn-fed, couldn't give a hoot. As long as it's black or red, same size, same ribeye, everything's exactly the same. That's all they care. They don't care if you have a family support of five or it's just you and grandpa. Couldn't care less. Don't care. All I care is that you deliver all these cows that are exactly the same. And that's what, you're not producing value that way. You're just producing a unit that somebody else is going to resell. They're going to put their name on it. They don't care what your name is. You're not going to get any benefit for it. No customer out there in the world is going to know you produced it. It doesn't mean anything. You're not going to repeat business. If that big corporation doesn't like your cows, they'll go to the next producer. If you don't want to sell, if you don't want to sell them your cows for that price, they don't care. They'll go to the next producer. So what I'm trying to say is what we're doing here is you guys, this is a way for you guys to get out of that rut and, and have control over your destiny, over your future. And again, you may not look at it the same way as I do, but this is one way. So one of the things I want to talk about is, is these, and some people have been asking me is on, like, how do you sell beef at a farm tour? How, you know, why do you want to do farm tours? I know I've talked about this before, but this is a little different. Because what happens, I've been to a couple farm tours, and I've been to a couple places, and they're getting people there, they're getting, they're getting vendors, they're getting um, all different things, and that's great. But the owners that are selling the beef are staying in the background. They're not out front trying to sell their beef. It's like they're just thinking people are going to come up to them and go, oh, I need to buy your beef. Okay, I hear you putting on this farm tour. Let me buy your beef. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, it sounds like it's be a really great thing if that happened, but it's not. When you go on a farm tour and you're putting on a farm tour, you've got to be assertive. Okay, you got to have confidence. You know you're, you've produced the best product there is. You have to know that in the back of your mind. That Just knowing that in the back of your mind should give you a little bit of a cockiness. It should give you a bit of a swag. It should give you a little bit of a of a little bit of a, a really nice trot in your in your step. Okay, you should be floating a little bit. You should be like walking with confidence. You just know I've got the best product out here, and I'm going to go find some people and I'm going to let them buy it. Okay, I, I kind of compare it to as if you were a race car driver and you knew you had the fastest race car in the world. You knew you had the best driver. You knew you were going to win every race. You're going to walk out and you're going to talk a whole lot different than the guy that doesn't have a very good race car, doesn't even know if it's going to start, doesn't even know if it's going to finish, never won a race in his life, never going to win a race. He's Maybe he's got a V6 and everybody else has got a V6 with a turbo. You know there is no way you're going to win. You're not going to talk the same. You're not going to walk the same. You're not going to have that swag. You're not going to have that trot. You just, you're just there to survive. Hopefully some, you know, you'll win enough money to kind of keep in the game. Well, that's what it is with this. You got, if you know you produce the best beef you can possibly produce, you're going to go out and tell everybody. Because you got so much confidence and you're so proud of what you do, you're going to go out and talk. So when you're on this farm tour and you're putting it on, you got to be out in the forefront. Let me tell you something else. People like assertive people. 
Customers like cockiness. Yes, they do. Because it shows success. If you're that cocky and you're not and you're that assertive and you've got that much confidence and you look like it, you act like it, you talk like it, people can't help but agree with you. It's like, well, I don't want to buy from anywhere else. Like this guy is so confident in his product. Why would I not buy from him? It a lot of people, a lot of cus- or a lot of you guys think the opposite. You think that, well, if I stay shy, if I stay in the background, if I just kind of like, you know, I don't want to be too too boastful. I don't want to be I don't want to give myself too many props, you know. I'm going to turn out to look like a nice guy to these guys, and they're just going to want to buy from me like crazy. Nope, sorry, it ain't going to happen. Who are the most successful salespeople in the world? It's the most, it's the most arrogant, cocky, aggressive, confident people out there that make the money. I didn't say it had to be assholes or buttholes about it. Some guys are extremely nice, and they're cocky, and you just have that that chemistry and you just love listening to him and you're like your eyes are wide open he's like this guy is on fire you know he's he knows what he's talking about i i love what he's saying he's he's making this speech that pertains to me and he's calling me by my first name he's this guy just keeps rambling and rambling around me he's talking about i can't help but buy i wish he just shut up so i could buy finally he goes hey how many how much can i sign you up for i got a special for this and if you buy two you get this which one should i do i mean he's always asking for the sale Okay, that's what you need to do. You need to be that guy where everybody goes, wow, that glow about him. He just knows he's got the best beef in the world. Why would I want to? I got to try it. I got to try that guy's beef. I mean, this this guy is so confident. He's got the best beef. And look how he raises. He's telling me how he raises it. And I mean, you can't beat that. You know, his cows are clean. They're not in some mud pile and, and they're not eating crap and their pastures aren't full of weeds. And, you know, he's got the best grass and look how healthy he looks. And and he's glowing. Look how beautiful his wife is. And, and look at the farm. I mean, I, why would I not want to buy from him? Okay? You got to be that guy. Ask for the sale when you're at these farm tours. Don't just be a nice guy. Nice guys do not win here. You can be nice, but be assertive, be confident, be cocky. Cocky not in a bad way, just in a way that these people have no doubt you think you have the best beef. Okay, don't be afraid to talk to people. People that come to your farm tours, people you talk to, want to be talked to. First of all, they're there. They may not know anybody. They're bashful. They're kind of like feeling out of place. You're walking over to them and you're talking to them and introducing yourself and you give them the time of day. You're looking at them in the eye and you're mentioning them by name. You're introducing your wife, your, your husband. You're talking to the wife. You're talking to the husband and you're getting them walking around just talking, you're showing the place, you don't leave them, you don't just make stupid small talk, you're actually you're actually interested in them because you are, you should be interested in everybody, you get to know their lifestyle, and get to know these people because these are your customers you want for life. So make it that way. Talk to them. And at the end, say, hey, why don't you try some? We got special right now on a quarter beef for this and this, or we got... Uh, Eight steaks for this with a couple of roasts. I'll throw in two pounds of hamburger if you take it tonight. I already got it prepackaged. Why don't we go ahead and get it done? And then you can tell me in a couple of weeks how you like it. Where do you want, you know, where should I, should I drop it off in your trunk of your car? You always got to be selling. So many people just sit back and don't ever ask anybody to buy. And you, they walk away, the end of the tour is over, and they go, well, geez, we didn't sell anything. Well, no crap. You didn't ask anybody to buy. 
People don't come out here and go, well, I can, if, I, if I can just find that owner, I'm going to buy. No, you got to ask them. People want to be asked. People want you to ask them to buy and they want a deal. Give them a deal. Okay. People like deals and, and it could even not be a deal, but it, you call it a deal. It's a deal. I got uh, three ribeyes, three T-bones, two roasts, some minute steaks and 10 pounds of hamburger for this price. And if you do it right now, I'll throw another five pounds of hamburger in. Oh, really? Yeah, just because of this tour, I'm doing it right now. I can get it loaded up. It's already prepackaged. I can put it in your trunk of your car right now. We take check or cash or credit, check, cash or credit card. How do you want to do it? They can't say no, okay? If you ask 10 people, you're going to sell eight. That's how high the percentage is because you're talking to them face-to-face. You're not talking to them over the computer or in an email, and they're just going to click. Oh, you're deleted. Didn't want to buy any. Man, maybe you did want to buy some, but I clicked. So you're off, okay? People can't walk away. They want to be part of you. They want to be part of the farm. You're inviting them into your domain. And you're ruining it if you don't ask them for a sale. Wherever you go and you're talking to people, before you leave that person, offer them a deal. Ask for the sale. Everybody, every single person you talk to about your company, your beef, I got a deal. Since I just met you, I got a first-time buyer deal. This is what it is. It's three ribeyes, three T-bones, two steaks, or two roasts, three-minute steaks, 10 pounds of hamburger. And because you're the first-time buyer, I'm throwing five extra pounds of hamburger in for this amount of price. You save 50 bucks. I've already got it prepackaged. Where's your car? Take cash, check, or credit card. You do that 10 times, you're going to sell eight. Hey, I've got a special on quarter beef and half beef for the winter. I'm only selling quarters and halves for the winter. I'll give you a special deal on it so I don't have to package it up and, and get it all cut up um, and store it. So I'm selling halves and quarters between um, now and February 1st. You're going to get a special rate. I got to sign you up and get deposit though because they go so fast. I've only got so many. And every year I do this and every year I sell out before I even hit the first week. Would you like me to put you down? Would you like to reserve a quarter or half or more? Do you, I can even sell you a whole. Shut up. Don't say a word. Let them talk. You will sell a lot of beef that way. But you have to ask. This is the part that people forget to do. They want to be so nice and they're such so good at marketing. I am so good at marketing. Oh my gosh. If you ask them for the sale, no, they might not like me. Bull. People want to be sold. People like to be sold. They like deals. Okay? If you don't ask them, they will not ask you. Those people could be dying of hunger, and they're not going to ask you to buy some steak from you. They just don't. That's how people operate. You can ask them, hey, would you like a burger? Oh, my God, yes, I would. Hey, I've got a special on burgers right now. And, you, know, and, you, and you go into it. Offer them a deal. Offer them a special. And offer it for a certain time frame. And whatever you got to do, okay? It's not lying. You have that beef. You want it sold. You are offering them a deal. If you're selling whole, halves or quarter halves or holes, yes, you're going to sell out pretty damn quick if you, if you talk to people and you ask them for the sale. You will sell them. And you will be amazed when you get out of your comfort zone and you finally just start asking that question. And all of a sudden, the heavens are going to open up the sun's going to come down and you're going to go, oh my God, why didn't I do this earlier? 
this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. This is great. And you have this euphoria, that, that word yes. When people say, yes, I want to buy, there's this like euphoria. that you just like everything in your body just releases this hormone that just gives you incredible, intense happiness and, and excitement and energy. I swear to God, after your first or second one, you're going to go to your truck and you're going to call your husband or you're going to call your wife or you're going to call your kids and you go, guess what? I just sold a whole cow and it was fun. Took me 10 minutes. I just met these people. I got a deposit. They're coming out to the farm in two weeks to pick, you know, to get it. Or we're going to go to the locker together and talk to the butcher and we're going to get them set up. I, it was easy. And the next thing you know, you're going to go talk to another person. And you're going to talk to another person. And then you're going to get really smart and then you're not going to talk to anybody and you're going to wonder why your sales went down. That's how it goes, unfortunately, because you get so smart, you don't want to talk to anybody anymore. So you gotta, you just gotta like force yourself to quit doing that and just keep talking to people, okay? And then you can start doing. People get so smart, then they start sending out postcards and pamphlets, and they think that's the way they're gonna sell, and then they forget to do follow up because, well, these guys bought from me, they're gonna buy from me again, or oh, they're not gonna buy from me for another six months because they bought a whole cow, so not knowing they just gave away most of it to their kids because they want to supply their kids with Christmas presents. Now they don't have any beef anymore. If you'd ask them again or followed up with them, they'd want to buy more. But we don't do that because we don't want to do follow-up, right? God knows, I don't want to call anybody that bought from me before. I want to go after new customers all the time, okay? Get out of that rut too. Follow-up continually. And then you're going to send them coupons. And you're going to send them stuff to buy to buy pumpkins and Christmas trees and wreaths and wine and cheese. And you're going to buy beef and, or excuse me, pork and rabbit and turkey and all this other stuff. Oh, I got to do all that too? Yeah, because they have a lot more money and they eat a lot more than just your beef. They don't just eat beef and call it a night. They like a variety of things. And they do buy pumpkins and they do buy Christmas trees and they buy it from somebody, they might as well buy it from you. And if you're not offering a coupon or you're not offering a special deal on Christmas trees or a special deal on pumpkins or a special deal on scarecrows or wreaths or pork or turkey, somebody else is getting the money besides you because you didn't want to do it. So on your off time, you got to be going around everywhere and you got to be getting a hold of people that make things and you're going to sell off them who, who raise things and you're going to sell off them. If you don't do it, you might as well just, all that money is gone. It's gone to somebody else. Okay. We've talked about this in the previous podcast over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And sooner or later, it's going to sink in. People don't just buy beef. That's all their money they have to spend for the year. Nope, 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 nope. They also buy other things. So capitalize on it. They've already trusted you to buy the beef. They're going to trust you to buy the other stuff. And if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. So trust me on this. This is where everybody messes up and loses a ton of money because they don't do it. And the follow-up. So again. You have value in tremendous value. You have more value than any other industry in this world that I know of. Nobody dislikes farmers or ranchers. Very few, okay? There are a few out there that if you're a chemical farmer, a lot of them don't like it, okay? If you're a, if you're a livestock producer and you, you produce your beef a certain way, nobody will hate you except by maybe other ranchers. Nobody can say no to you. Nobody's going to disagree with the way you raise it. And if you raise quality beef, when they taste your beef, 
No one's going to say, well, I've had better beef through the supermarket. Nope, ain't going to happen. You have the best of every world. You get to live on a ranch. You get to live on a farm. You get to go outside in the sunlight. You get to go out and be with animals. You get to go out in the green grass. You get to get in the machinery if you have it. You get to go out and talk to the cows. You get to go in a, on, on trips. You get to pull a livestock trailer. You get to drive a truck. You got ATVs. You get to do farm things that every kid in America would love to do if they knew about it. You're lucky. You get to be there. And you have great neighbors. You have great friends. You have parties. You drink. Hopefully you drink bush light. I mean, it's a great year. It's a great everything about it is great. You have value. People want to buy from you if you just let them. Okay? So get that confidence. Get that swag. Be assertive. Be a little cocky. Don't be a jerk, but you can be cocky. Be confident. Okay? Know why you're selling your beef. Know who you're selling to. Know why you're selling to them. You can't sell to everybody, but you can sell to people that really want your beef. If you gotta, you gotta know your product. Why are you, why are you producing this product? Then go after those people. Don't be afraid to talk to them. They're just people. People love talking to people. People love people talking to them. They want friends. They want to be part of somebody. They want to be accepted. They want you to, to call them by name and they want to be part of somebody. They want to be part of a group of friends. Not, it's not like TV. They don't want to be left alone. Nobody wants to be left alone. They want people to talk to them. If you invite them out to a farm tour and you get to know them and you get to invite them out different things and, you, and they buy your beef, they're long-term customers forever, okay? Don't be fake friends. Be friends with everybody you sell. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's got something else to bring to the table. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool when everybody sees things a little bit differently, but they all kind of see the same thing. You know, we raise our beef a certain way, and that's how we want to do it. And, and we, we're, we're doing this for a reason. We want to produce the healthiest, greatest beef in the world. Just go out and tell people about it. Okay? Get away from the computer. People don't buy off a computer. Very few. People buy from people. Mano y mano. You and them. One-on-one. Let's talk to them. One-on-one. And ask them to buy from you. Look them right in the eye. And then say, okay, would you like to buy? Can I sell you some beef? You know, this is the best beef in the world. I got a special going on. I'd love to have you try it. And I'll talk about this on the next podcast, but there's called persuasion that we're going to in more detail. You know, it's selling it before you present it. And you're going to give them reasons to buy before you present it. And it's the most powerful thing you'll ever listen to. And, and you'll, I'll go on to it next podcast. Um, but it's called persuasion. And I learned this from, a, from another speaker. And I apologize if the speaker is listening. I cannot remember the guy's name. But I listened to it and it just completely changed my approach on selling. And it will make a difference of night and day. So... Go out there, talk to people, offer them a deal. Don't shy away from people. Remember, if you've got the best product, there's no reason for you to be shy. None whatsoever. You should be boasting it to the world. And people will listen. If they see your confidence, they see how, they see how your eyes light up when you talk about your product 
and that you can't stop talking about it. And you're almost shaking because you're like, you're so confident and you're so proud of what you made. You're going to sell all kinds of beef. Why give it to the big guys on all these corporations? Why give them all the money? It's going to end up in people's belly anyway. It's not like they're selling to somebody else. They're ending up the same freaking people that you're selling to. Okay? You just sell it to them. So that's all I got to say. If you have any questions, you want to talk, again, give me a call, 319-213-4672. I'd love to talk to you. If you want to just use me as a soundboard and just talk, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. If you want to email me, text me, whatever you want to do, go on my, go on my Facebook, Marketing Beef According to Jim. I'm working on a website. I just really suck at computers. So um, I got somebody making me a website. And we're going to see what happens there. Um, I'll probably stay off it because I'm not good at computers. But if you need anything, the best way for me is just, is just call me or text me or get on uh, Facebook and text me, instant message me, and I'd be glad to help you. So good selling, good talking to you, and I will see you on the next podcast.